0: Right into this world, all alone God takes your soul, you're on your own The crow flies straight, the perfect line On the devil's bay, until you die welcome everybody to another episode of the crossroads podcast it's your boy the man of a thousand gimmicks the dustiest man in the game the diamond in the rough diamond dave dusty dave whatever the fuck you want to call me anyway we're back for another episode of the crossroads podcast back to our usual uh recording and release being that It was not a pay-per-view weekend. As I said in prior recordings, it's looking like when there are pay-per-views, the weekly review episode will drop earlier in the weekend, and then depending on work schedule, the pay-per-view review episode will drop later in the week. So... That's what's going on um, while I'm getting through some administrivia at the beginning of the podcast. You can now find The Crossroads on Instagram. It has the same exact handle as Twitter. Instagram. You can search on Instagram for The Crossroads and you'll see the new logo. So far, there are just three pictures. It's the logo. Um... Uh, Photo from a meet and greet with Killer Cross and a photo from a meet and greet with uh, The Undertaker. So you will be able to see episode uh, news on Instagram. You'll be able to see news on Twitter, uh, whether it be my Twitter or the podcast Twitter. I have both of them. But so we're expanding. We're expanding, so you will be able to see Crossroads wherever you would like to. So, let's move on into uh, the goings-on of the week. I just do want to preface this with I did not watch Raw again. I was working, and I worked until midnight. Um, So, I'm not going to be talking too much about Raw. I'm going to touch on a couple things, but um, majority of the episode is going to talk about NXT AW with um Big Show AKA Paul White signing on with them, um the new Performance Center class and SmackDown. So let's just get into Raw, being that there's the least amount of stuff I want to talk about. First and foremost, um, as you heard on the last episode. The Miz is the new champion, and uh, following uh, Bobby Lashley's insistence that uh, he was owed a title shot, there was another superstar that, in fact, felt he was due for a title shot, and that was Braun Strowman. Please, God, don't do this. I, I'm i not interested in seeing Braun Strowman anymore, It, it uh, he just doesn't... Interest me, but they ended up having a match. Bobby Lashley won. That's really all I want to say about that. So this week, we will get The Miz versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Now, I'm really curious because, like I said on the last podcast, Bobby Lashley is owed a shot, Drew McIntyre has a rematch clause and Sheamus was owed a one-on-one match for the WWE Championship before Chamber. So that's three people who are, in fact, owed slash are getting, hopefully, will be getting matches. So I'm really curious to see the way they book this. Um, While I think the best... Idea would be to have Lashley go into WrestleMania as champion. As I said before, the hot potatoing of championships is really, it really fucking bothers me. So I I hope to God they don't do that. I don't care if The Miz goes into WrestleMania as champion, just keep, keep it on someone like... Uh, That's really all I can say, but mind you, we do have a pay-per-view in three weeks with Fastlane, which is the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania and the debut of the pay-per-views on the Peacock streaming service. So, like I said, I don't know whether that means you can cancel your WWE network or if they'll just move that subscription over to peacock i don't know once i have more information you guys will be the first to know but um also one of the things i wanted to comment on i actually was uh searching through the twitterverse today and i saw that the miz has a new shirt release i think it says uh they're hating on me and I love it. And it's just the picture of the Miz holding up the championship. Can we all agree that the Miz is across the board getting the short end of the stick with some of these, uh, merchandise releases. I mean, I think the last shirt he had released was the picture from him in uh Morrison's video for, Hey, Hey, ho, ho Miz and Morrison. And then, I mean, you know, he had the name tag one. Hi, I'm awesome. Or the emoji that had the headband and the sunglasses. Ultimately, like... This is your WWE champion. And you're not giving him good merchandise. That's... That's really questionable. But... That's neither here nor there. That's the first one for the show. And probably will be more. I don't know. But the other thing I want to talk about with Raw... Is this Lacey Evans, Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair thing. Obviously... It is now widely known Lacey Evans and the Raw Women's Championship match were pulled from Chamber due to Lacey's pregnancy. If you guys remember correctly, you know that I'm very pissed off in the fact that they did not even bother to do what they did for the United States Championship, as in have a have a multi woman match winner qualifies for it. They just they just cut it, but. On Raw, we had, uh, Ric Flair and Charlotte interact. And Charlotte talking about how, like, all this shit with Ric Flair pretending that he was a father of Lacey's baby, which I still think is a questionable thing to do in the first place, but causing, you know, her to be distracted and not, uh, wrestle at her top, uh, skill level, um... And then Ric Flair, uh, parlaying with the fact that he just wants to, uh, ha- basically, he was saying that he just wants to be on the side of, of another future women's champion to add to his resume. I, they've done this thing with Ric Flair distracting Charlotte Flair already, and I. I honestly don't know how many times they could rehash it. Now, obviously, Lacey's going to be um, away from the ring for an extended period of time. All the best to her and her partner with uh, their second child on the way. Don't know if your push is still going to be around when you come back. But I don't know how many times they're going to rehash this Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair thing. They're allies they're enemies they're allies they're enemies at wrestlemania 32 rick flair kisses becky lynch allies enemies allies enemies like it, there's only so there's only so much you can do flip-flopping this storyline same way there's only so many times you could flip-flop the big show but the big show fa- somehow or another found a new way to flip-flop his uh heel versus face persona so it is what it is I'm curious on what comes next for Asuka Um, I honestly hope this doesn't lead to another Charlotte-Asuka match at Mania because let's call a spade a spade if they do that match again I have zero faith in WWE that they'll either A. correct the wrong and have Asuka go over Because they just love on Charlotte. And I I don't think she should have a championship around her waist anytime soon. I honestly don't. And I would like to see them salvage Asuka's title reign as best as possible. But that's just me. So now moving on to NXT. Now, one of the biggest things that happened in NXT this week, obviously outside the no DQ match and uh Adam Cole speaking regarding his actions, <clears throat> excuse me, were the winners of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic men and women's tournaments, MSK and Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez were initially both planned to have their championship match uh their challenges for the men and women's tag team championships respectively this upcoming Wednesday on NXT. However, they did an angle on NXT with, uh, MSK that Wesley, the former Desmond Xavier broke his hand and obviously will not be ready to compete. I'm not sure when or how a real injury happened. Um, they did this with the Grizzled Young Veterans uh, attacking them. You guys know how I feel about the Grizzled Young Vets. I, I'm really not a fan, and I'm still trying to figure out if Shoes Off If He Hate Gibson is, in fact, still a thing because I fucking hate the dude. Like I, I can't stand his voice, and I think him and uh, James Drake are overrated. That's just me. There are a lot more tag teams from the UK scene, progress that i enjoyed a lot more cck chris brooks and kid lycos are absolutely one of them uh, i absolutely love them and was happy that i was able to get a, a picture with them before lycos uh, retired due to uh injuries but he's recently come back with lycos Two as a lycos gym so that's neither here nor there because that's a completely different company but Let's get back to what we're talking about. So anyway, I'm curious on when they're going to do the MSK match against Oni and Birch. I'm curious on whether they're going to have Grizzled Young Veterans go for the titles. In the meantime, they this was the second time in a row that they were the five. Uh, they were finalists in the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic and, in fact, lost. Uh, so, there's that. Now, moving on to the Cross-Escobar uh, NoDQ match. I'm not going to lie. This, I, this match is the first time in WWE I really saw Cross... Uh, truly take a beating mind you Santos had uh Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza helping him out and th- uh there were a few times that cross looked like he was down and out but um it, it- it's looking like they are uh moving forward with cross as being a more unhinged competitor um there was a scary spot when uh Escobar took the Saito on the table. It honestly looked like he landed on the uh nape of his neck/slash back of his head. It looked very, very bad, and uh, in all honesty, it was kind of uh disheartening watching, but. Overall, it was a good match. I do hope that really was just this one off. I do want to see Cross go through it using this unhinged persona with a lot more of the roster. I don't know if me, I don't know who could be next. Um, you have Loomis and Kushida kind of a still involved with the Gargano thing. You have Leon Ruff and uh Isaiah Swerve Scott talking uh having their little thing. Um right now the biggest place I could really see him get involved in would be this Finn Balor, Adam Cole, P. Dunn thing. Mind you, he does still have a um he does still have a claim to the to challenge for the championship. And I think it's safe to say we can all agree, even though we have been getting Adam Cole posing with this championship, I think if he in fact does have a match, Kyle O'Reilly is going to cost him it or distract him. And they're going to have an extended feud a la Gargano and Ciampa. I'm hoping that is similar to the feud that they had in Ring, Ring of Honor. Maybe just a lot more crazier who knows but um you know Adam Cole really had everybody uh everybody going with uh with his explanation um and you know Roddy confronted him Adam Cole like you know was breaking down to tears on Roddy's uh on Roddy's shoulder and it led to a low blow so now it is Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong that Adam Cole has betrayed. Uh, obviously, the only one remaining is Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish has been up with an injury. So I'm almost positive it's safe to say that Undisputed Era is no more. I'm curious when they're all going to get new music. Obviously, uh, if it if if it was a perfect world, we'd uh we'd hear Adam Cole's uh old song "I've Got Something for You," um. In NXT, most recently you heard uh you heard that song um as an entrance for uh Britt Baker, in AEW, but um, yeah <laughs> the. NXT World Championship is a, it's a fuck right now. Uh, I don't know where they're going with it. I don't know when the next TakeOver is. I honestly thought they were going to announce the TakeOver on Valentine's Day Massacre a la Vengeance Day, but they didn't. So I don't even think they know when they're doing um the next TakeOver obviously they can't do it WrestleMania weekend because WrestleMania weekend, they have WrestleMania night one on Saturday and WrestleMania night two on Sunday. So, and I believe that the, uh, hall of fame is on the Friday. So I'm not sure if they're going to do it the week before or the week after, as I said before, once, uh, once we get news here, you'll probably hear a post about it on the Twitter or Instagram, or you will find a, or you will hear about it in the podcast. Now, uh, we also had a continuation of the Zaya Lee thing facing off on Casey Catanzaro. Um, Zaya Lee defeated her and, um, went to town on her, really. And, uh, now I think she's, uh, Casey's storyline injured. Uh, I'm not sure if we're getting um Kaden uh Kaden Carter against uh Zaylee this week, but um I j- I really just want to see the continuation of this Zaylee Boa Sha thing. I'm really curious on what is going to come from it and I'm really curious on who what the payoff's going to be with the uh, woman in the throne, who uh, I joke I joke around on Twitter calling her the ring girl, saying I never knew that the ring girl was signed to an NXT contract. Um, but another big announcement is that this past week, WWE announced the next Performance Center class, which has a lot of big names. Um... I do want to say it is the largest class of recruits in history to be announced. And it includes 10 females and eight males. So this is, has the largest, uh, number of new recruits period and the largest number of women competitors. Now we've seen some of the women competitors before, uh, Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan the former Priscilla Kelly and Cora Jade the former Elena Black are all part of this uh class but I'm gonna uh go through the other uh names on this Bronson Rex Steiner who is the son of Rick Steiner one half of the Steiner brothers the other Steiner obviously being uh the math whiz himself, Scott Steiner. He, uh, is a part of this class. Um, and, uh, he measures at six feet tall, 230 pounds. And he was an all American running back at Kennesaw state university. Next big name on the list is Carol, Kira, Kira Magnin Forster, who you may know by her in ring name, Taya Valkyrie. um, taya valkyrie obviously was big in the uh in triple a she the she's a former reina de reyes champion obviously you know her work in impact having been the longest uh reigning impact uh champion and she's an 11 year veteran of the of the square circle the next is a name that you heard uh beginning on St. Valentine's Day Massacre, Vengeance Day, uh, Sean Ricker, who recently debuted as LA Knight, the former Eli Drake. He's a former NWA, uh, NWA television champion, and he's competed against the likes of Drew McIntyre, John Morrison, and Jeff Hardy. Um, Angela Arnold, who uh, trained under Booker T., uh, she competed as AQA, and uh, she competed in Booker T's Reality of Wrestling promotion, as well as Shimmer. Another announcement, the, the Destroyer of Gods, Parker Boudreaux. And this guy is being was even listed by Paul Heyman as the next big thing, considering his similarity and look to Brock Lesnar. Six foot four, weighs three hundred pounds. He was an offensive lineman for the University of South Carolina of uh, University of Central Florida, and as I said, he caught the eye of social media on, uh, caught the eye of Paul Heyman on social media. The next person on the list is Anthony Henry. He was a standout competitor In evolve. Uh, he's compete. He- he was very good in Evolve. Uh, for a while, he was with JD Drake, another one of my uh, another one of the competitors from the Evolve promotion. I really like. He's kind of been doing stuff uh, around the Indies. I do hope he also comes to the NXT uh, universe soon. The uh, next person on the list, also another former Evolve talent, is Chance Barrow, better known as Harlem Bravado. Um, I said talked about Zoe Stark The next name, Christian Brigham On the indies competed as Christian Casanova um, Another name, Drew Casper Brother of uh, Jacob Casper Who joined the PC in October 2020 285 pounder Two-time All-American heavyweight wrestler Otterbein university and number one seated wrestler in ncaa division three tournament before it was canceled due to covid um another name from the indies you will you would recognize christian hubble former college uh, cheerleader who ha- broke out on the independent scene uh he competed on the indies as blake christian in promotions like Pro Wrestling Gorilla and Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, he also recently competed in New Japan, in Impact, and uh, this guy, literally, if you haven't seen him, lo- look at IWTV, look at, look at any of the matches he's had over the past year. This guy is something special. Um... Next person on the list, Matrick Belton. He played Division I football for University of South Carolina. He's attended training camps for the Eagles. And uh, he uh, trained at the Combat Combat Zone Wrestling Academy in New Jersey. Another, the next name, Cameron Clay. Four-year veteran under the name Cameron Brené. And been in the rings with the likes of Shotzi Blackheart. Next name, Joe Ariola, who's a 25-year-old amateur wrestler from Illinois, undefeated state champion and national champion in high school, wrestled for University of Buffalo and College, qualifying for the NCAA tournament in 2016. Next name on the list is Taylor Grado of Clearwater Beach, Florida, who competed as Avery Taylor for emotion for promotions like Evolve and Shine. And finally, Carissa Rivera. Who, from new jersey who made a name for himself on the independent wrestling scene for promotions like new and women's wrestling revolution so that is quite the list Eight, 18 names coming to the pc um a name that i did mention in the past that was not br- uh, mentioned as part of that list was the Japanese uh, wrestler Sa- Seri, with three E's and I'm not sure whether that's because uh, she just arrived in the United States and she has a quarantine so expect her to be part of the next PC class whenever in fact that will be so now let's move on to the big news regarding uh, AEW And that is, AEW has signed the former big show, Paul White, to a contract to be a commentator for their second YouTube show, AEW Dark Elevation, more on that later, and also to be a competitor. Now, his first appearance on AEW is going to be this week. Uh, I'm actually very much looking forward to, to screening this week. I'm... Surprised at how quietly he uh, left the WWE. He had like uh, the sh- the sh- big show, fa- the big show family show thing last year. Um, he's made some returns back and forth, but you haven't really seen him. And I mean, obviously, one of uh, his biggest credentials in recent memory was his significant amount of weight loss that he uh has gone through but um it's interesting because i i like that he's going to be commentating for aw dark elevation i hate the name of that show just call it aw elevation aw dark elevation just sounds fucking stupid but um yeah one of the coolest things is he could be the first competitor to have held the ECW WCW WWE and AEW championship do I think he will in fact win the AEW championship I really don't know we don't know the length of his contract it's just more so the fact that it's a long-term contract so congratulations to uh Paul White you deserve it obviously you know he still has uh he still has some gas in the tank and uh let's be serious he's not as old as some of these other guys that are competing i'm looking at you and tully blanchard um so i guess we'll see what comes of it oh and also there's going to be a uh casino battle royal ladder type of a match for the aw tag team division i took a look at the rules before but it Gave me a headache, so I'll talk about that next time. So now let's move on to SmackDown. Now SmackDown, we we had we had some like uh, in this. Uh, we had the confrontation between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Uh, basically, Daniel Bryan calling Roman Reigns a coward, and the fact that he uh, didn't give Daniel Bryan any time to recover, and they had the match right after the Elimination Chamber. Um, and it it led to, uh, that, uh, Daniel Bryan and, uh, Jey Uso having a match at the end of the show. If Daniel Bryan won, he would, uh, challenge Roman Reigns at Fastlane. Edge was a little pissed off about this because obviously Edge having challenged Roman Reigns is considered the number one contender and apparently like. Management has been talking to them about a tag team match, uh, Jay and Roman versus Edge and Daniel Bryan, or who knows, maybe even Edge and Christian, but uh, didn't come to light. Uh, rather than like talking about the disappoint, the disappointing match, uh, later it came to a note, uh, a double count out, which I think stupid. So, I mean, technically, Daniel Bryan didn't lose. Technically, he didn't win. So, I guess they're going to have a continuation of that storyline later in the week. But, uh, yeah, I'm curious on what's going to happen. But um, one of the even bigger things was we saw Apollo Crews come out different gear and everything and the look resembled a lot more to me of his um inde his uh independent um the work he did on the independence as uha nation um he uh was talking about having injured uh big e uh at how it made him feel when biggie told him like you know Go to the back in catering, etc., etc. Um, kind of uh, getting back to his Nigerian roots. Like he had the um, shawl, he had the shawl on with the uh, Nigerian colors with the white and the green. Same thing with the pants. I'm all for this, but I'm concerned on the fact that we're getting back into all uh old habits old habits die hard with having someone who's going back to their roots whether it be Jinder Mahal or whomever going back to their roots and then being booked as a heel character uh yeah it doesn't have to always be black and white but it just honestly does seem that they always do this like the foreigner is always the heel you had that with rusev you had that with alberto del rio you had that with jinder mahal and it it, i honestly think that's a cop-out but if this means that we're going to be getting what we should have been getting from um apollo cruz all along I'm all for it, uh, and I'm really curious to see whether this leads to a potential um, title reign in the future for Apollo Cruz. but uh, we'll see. But the biggest thing that happened on this week was the fact that we officially got our second uh, or only remaining Royal Rumble winner. Making their challenge. And that was Bianca Belair challenging Sasha Banks. Now, before I get into how happy I am about this. There's something about this interaction feud that's really bothering me. And it's Reginald. Reginald is really pissing me off. And it's nothing against him. But, as I said in the past. Not every women's um storyline needs to have a man involved. And honestly, Reginald reminds me of just a black, um, a black uh, J- James Ellsworth. And I- I'm saying that he's interrupting these segments every week, which is destroying the momentum of the women, of the women's wrestlers themselves, and it's not needed. It, it, it really isn't. And now Reginald has music. Okay, good for you. But I'm... Just let Sasha and Bianca do their thing. Please just let them do their thing. And honestly, I hope to God that this is the main event for night one. The way they booked... The way they booked it... Obviously, the Raw Women's Championship doesn't deserve that. And frankly... I don't think the Miz, Bobby Lashley, or Drew McIntyre or Sheamus, that whole clusterfuck, I don't think that deserves to be one of the main events either. And I've always been a strong proponent in the fact that the win- winners of the main events, the winners of the Royal Rumbles should be the main events of WrestleMania. Obviously, what happens next year when it goes back to being one one night is beyond me, but we still have the two nights this year. Give the women and the men a night to main event. Make everyone happy. So that brings us to the end of our show. Um, now let's get into social media, etc. You can find me, the man of a thousand gimmicks. You can find me on Facebook, David M-A-L-K i e w i c h you can find me on instagram o z t e p zero eight and you can find me on twitter at i n d i e underscore d u s t y d a v e you can find the crossroads on instagram at t h e k r o S-S-R-H-O-D-E-S And you can find the Crossroads on Twitter At T-H-E-K-R-O-S-S-R-H-O-D-E-S And you can find Juniper Bunny Queen of the Bunfort First of her name Lord of the Playpen Master of Tritos On Instagram At J-U-N-I-P-E-R-B-U-N-Z And remember Soon uh the tran the uh transparent has been given uh to um to the office of uh, for the fourth wall pop network and you will soon be able to get merchandise of mine with the new logo on it and you can find that at our t public swag store and you can find all episodes of the crossroads new normal wrestling pop culture collective Big Heck and Wade Adventures, Big Heck Anime Adventures, uh, Pop Sports Shorts, at the anchor link in our bio, at F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-L-L-P-O-P. And like I said last week, uh, be on the lookout for our YouTube channel, be on the lookout for the debut of Diamond Dave's top 10 exits of the week top 10 exits are going to be my top 10 anything in the wrestling biz it could be a match it could be a superstar it could be etc etc um but be on the lookout for that more uh news to come and until next time just remember hashtag make it pop and hashtag tick tock do the work until next time dusty dave